guys and gals, welcome to the Oxford Holy Club, a place where we ready ourselves to give an answer for the hope that's in us. We will also try to answer your questions, random questions from the interwebs, and have some fun too. So put some seatbelts on your ears because we're in for a wild ride. Well, hey, guys and gals, welcome back to the Oxford Holy Club. Yep, that's right. My voice still isn't better. For you, who it's been a week since you've heard the last episode. For me, it's only been 24 hours uh, since I recorded last with uh, Pastor Andrew. If you remember, Pastor Andrew is the senior pastor of the Windsor Church of the Nazarene, but he's also our guest speaker this week at our youth camp. Um, there's 80 teenagers gathered from all over Atlantic Canada, gathered at Big Lake Camp in Victoria, Nova Scotia, just outside of Oxford. And uh, we have had two services already and a bunch of activities throughout the day. And we are just wrapping up Wednesday, our day three of... uh of camp. And it's been an interesting day. I'm not sure if any of you are campers out there. Andrew, were you much of a camper? Uh, A little bit, but but not too much. Uh, I didn't start coming to Big Lake camp until I was probably an older kid. And I never cared for tenting and all that kind of stuff. But going to camp for like a week long, there seems to be this progression in camp where, you know, the first day is everyone's, it's new and they're all kind of trying to figure out, you know, um, who they can hang out with and all that. And, and then the second day you're kind of getting into routine. And then the third day you're wiped. You're just exhausted. It's the middle of the week. Everyone's tired. Everyone's cranky. And so you're just kind of walking on eggshells, it seems. And, uh, and today, you know, we talked about it. We prayed about it with our staff um, during the staff meeting and uh, made, the, made the campers aware that, hey, heads up, it's a Wednesday at camp. You're going to be tired. You're going to be, you know, just to try and nip it in the bud sort of thing. Um, it's been a long day for a lot of people today. <laughs> and uh, so we have, just to kind of get you up to speed, listener, we have, we had our evening service tonight and, um, and then there was a campfire and now the, the youth are all back in their cabins with their counselors and Pastor Andrew and I have kind of made the walk around, making sure everyone's safe and back in their bunks. And now we're just enjoying a couple of, uh, well, I've got a Dr. Pepper, not a sponsor. And what, are you, what was it you took? A good old Coca-Cola cherry. Not a sponsor. Doesn't seem like you have it with you. Yeah, it's a little too far away from the mic here. I didn't think that through, but uh, I'll survive. We can take a quick break for you to go grab that if you so choose. I'm excited for this, so I'll wait. Okay. (laughs) Um, Well, Pastor Andrew, it's been, um, can I just call you Andrew? Uh, Andrew's fine. Okay, Reverend. So shoot, I mean, (laughs) Andrew. (laughs) Um, You've been pastored. (laughs) It's late. Oh, my word. Keep listening, listener. I, I promise it's gonna. We're gonna. We're gonna pull out of this tailspin right now and and get back on track. Um, so what we've been doing. This will be the uh, the second and probably the last episode. Just kind of recapping the messages of the week, and we thought it, we could do it all in one episode until we realized, as you already know, that it. You know, a full episode, we only got two sermons, you know, kind of shared. So we're, we wanted to do another episode and make sure that um, every sermon had a, an appropriate amount of time. We weren't trying to rush anything. Um, so Pastor Andrew, oh, Andrew, Rev. <laughs> um, here we are. It's been quite a day. There's a, it has. We've had quite a few conversations uh, and a lot of serious conversations and I don't know that we need to shy away from really anything for the listener. You know, certainly not everything that we talked about will probably get put out there. Um, but, you know, uh, 
just looking for an authentic time for sure. ab about your process, you know? So I've enjoyed this little thing of being able to say this. So preacher to preacher, <laughs> <laughs> when you went up onto the, onto the, there's no stage, it's a concrete floor. When you move from your chair to the front of the room, what you, what you preached tonight, was that what you had ready? Oh man, uh, this, you know, there's been a few moments that this has happened, but not in the consistency that God is doing it to me here at, at camp. No, I was not, uh, not planned for, uh, I'm fumbling. I apologize, everybody. It wasn't planned what it is that I ended up coming up and, and speaking on. God definitely had a, another plan. In fact, I was in the middle of studying and praying it and even writing a few notes down in the middle of worship. Mm -hmm. uh, that's just when God, I guess, decided, no, I got a few more things I want you to, to let my people know. So, I think, I think that's, it's interesting because I know you, we're friends. Yeah. Uh, I, like you, I, you went away this afternoon and spent time praying, you know, you spent time, you know, preparing and praying and seeking and, and, uh, and then to, to go all the way from that into this moment of, you know, three minutes before. And now it's like, nope, here's where we're going, Andrew. Yeah. It can be, was it nerve, do you find it nerve wracking? It can be, yeah. This one was interesting though. Like it almost wasn't nerve wracking. It's just the environment almost kind of changed when we came into this time of worship. Mm -hmm. So the message that I had, which I still believe was a, a spirit filled message and who oh, knows, yeah. maybe it will come out if not here at camp, could be maybe that's the sermon for when I go back to Windsor or, right. or or future. Like, I mean, I don't believe that any of the preparation that you put in, if it's honest preparation and spirit led and, and done, you know, with God at the center, I don't think any of it is is wasted. Certainly but perhaps it's, Certainly. it's God saying, no, I've got plans for this moment, but all that work you've done, yeah, that that's going to come. So... But uh, yeah, when, the, when I came into that environment and just listening to, to the worship, and it's been wonderful, wonderful worship. And I mean, I got to hand it to, to the youth here. I mean, they know how to have a worship service and just yep. listening to them to join together in, in voices and just, it's been awesome. And, and yeah, just it, God just started speaking through, through the words of the songs. God just spoke through just the, my own emotions and how I was feeling with the situation. And then even you and, and I and, and another wonderful pastor, Reverend uh, Jody Getson, like, I mean, we, we came together and we just, you know, in the middle of worship said, let's just go to the altar. Like there's mm -hmm. just, even, even you both felt there was just something that needed to be prayed about. And uh, yeah. And yeah, go ahead. No, well, uh, I was, I was, uh, I was trying to be very sensitive to to the spirits leading coming into the service and throughout the day, uh, knowing that we're all tired. And so I was trying to temper, uh, I was trying to have a balance between, okay, how much of what I think I'm sensing is just me being tired and and all that? Or is this, you know, is this the spirit, you know? I, I had, I just, I sensed that there was, there was something off there. I, I, I thought there was a wall, uh, something, some kind of barrier that was put up that was making it difficult. Mm -hmm. I had a guest on, on the, on this episode and you know him, uh, a colleague of ours, um, Dr. Reverend Ian Fitzpatrick, who uh, a few episodes ago, if you listened, you know, I'm, I'm supposed to call him Ian. Ian, if you're listening, hi Ian. But we had a conversation kind of around uh, about different services and, you know, sometimes the spirit moves in such a way that, it, you know, 
that it's almost, it's almost easy. I don't want to put words in his mouth, so I'm just going to say it how I kind of interpreted it. Um, that, you know, the spirit moves and it, it's just, it's easy to get into the, the river and into the flow of that. And, yes. and people seem to engage. And, and then there's sometimes where there's a service that you get into where you've got a message from God, you know, the worship is good, the music and, and all that is great. But it, it, it seems like there's something that is just blocking us from going to the next place. And, and you and I spoke about it a little bit that it's either, we either retreat and back away or we, or we push bl- through. Yeah. We push through. Yeah. Um, and pastor Ian, you know, he's, he's, he, he made the comment, you know, sometimes it seems like it's easy or, or you know, I'm paraphrasing and sometimes it's, you know, it's work and you're tired and you're exhausted spiritually, you know, physically. And, I, and, uh, and tonight it felt like we hit that specific place where it was like, okay, we're either going to, you know, in his strength, not in ours. Yes, for sure. We were, not, we are not adequate to deal with that. Especially Wednesday, three days into camp. Yeah. Oh. We're just exhausted. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're not ready for, the, you know, um, but he certainly was. He knew yes, what needed to happen. For sure. So, so, you know, we gathered for prayer and, and it's interesting because after, you know, talking with the leaders after a little bit and, and all that, there was more people sensing very similar, mm-hmm. similar stuff in the service tonight. Um, and, and I don't want to give a spoiler, but I'm going to praise God, man. He, he busted through. He did for sure. Yes. So, so Andrew, why don't you, uh, take the next little bit and, and kind of give us a recap of the, of the message tonight. Um, so that though, you know, those that, that maybe were here can have a refresher or reminder. And for those that weren't can, you know, hear what the Lord had laid in your heart tonight. For sure. Yeah. Well, one of the worship songs that we were, uh, or just gathering and we're praying. I mean, really, it was in worship, we were in prayer. It was this this idea of I surrender all and we're giving it all to Jesus. And and God was just kind of tweaking my heart and kept reminding me of the verse of just, you know, being being clay in the hands of the potter. And amazing things happened yesterday, which was the Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And just, we were seeing lives being transformed and, and God just at work. And there was just the sensation of this is, this is only the beginning. Like there's so much more that's happening. And, and like we just had talked about here and just moments ago, about we can either stop and settle and say, oh, look, we did good. And yeah. God did good things, you know, yesterday. So let's just, you know, let's, let's ride that, that celebration and keep it going. Or do we keep moving forward. And, and I think that's really what God was doing in my heart is, no, I mean, we got to keep pushing forward. And uh, the analogy that I'd used in my sermon is we've opened the door mm-hmm. to Jesus. Like if we're picturing our lives as, as a house that we've kind of opened the door, we've let him let him into the boot room or the mud room and, and said, you know, we want, we want to get to know you. We want to welcome you into our lives. But I mean, we got to keep going. We got to, we got to welcome Jesus to come up into the living room, into the dining room and the kitchen and just have, you know, full reign and allow him to, to have full control in, in our lives and in that, that home that we would call our life that we have built. So talking about being the, the clay in the, in the potter's hands, that really it's it's coming in a, in a form of submission, that it's not us coming and, and looking at God and telling God, you know, this is what I want you to do in my life, or this is what I would like to see done and stuff. But instead it's coming to God and saying, God, what do you want in my life? And what, how do you want me to be? And what should I be shaped like? And, you know, I give myself to you and then I'm allowing you to, to, to shape and to move me and to guide me in whatever way you're, and, and, 
to just transform me into the man or the woman that that I'm that I should be and that you want mm-hmm. me to be. And uh, going back to the analogy of our life being kind of like a house, we like when we welcome Jesus in, he kind of he begins to see things in our house that that could use some tweaking and some sure. fixing and and things that they could work. And, and I mean, we know stuff. I mean, anyone who lives in any house, you know, there's you know that that paint could always be done or there's a hole in the wall or, oh, I've kind of, I forgot to, you know, put in new light bulbs and things like that. And we're okay with that. You know, oh, Jesus has been a good friend and, you know, he's seen little areas in our life that need a little bit of correcting. But then what happens when Jesus comes in with the sledgehammer and starts taking down walls and, mm-hmm. and, you know, taking down the deck in the back and building another, you know, yeah, room yeah. here or, or what happens when, you know, that hole in the wall that he comes towards that we thought was an easy fix all of a sudden turns into this, this massive thing that, yeah, the, at the face value, it didn't look like it was that big a deal and it was something simple that, in fact, we almost could have fixed it. But then when Jesus got his hands on it or starts looking at it, you start realizing, whoa, like there's a, a lot more to this than I realized. And mm-hmm. I used an illustration in my own my own experience as a homeowner that there was uh, a room in my house that there was a little kind of discoloration on the ceiling and my wife had pointed it out and I was like, oh yeah, what's that? And I, you know, rubbing my hand thinking it's just, you know, maybe discolored paint or something or or maybe it's just the shade in my hand going through the ceiling oh. and water just dripping oh, out. And no. I mean, how long has that been there for? So there it was the simple facade and, you know, in my head I'm already thinking, oh, I could fix this. This is simple. This is something that. I can handle. That. I'll just paint that. You know, let's not even worry about it. Maybe just close the blinds even a little bit and you won't see it. Yeah. All of a sudden it turned into, you know, having to get friends in to help me tear down some walls and rebuild some walls. It, it, invent, it actually ended up being a whole bathroom that needed to be renovated because that's where the leak was coming. So it's things like that in our lives that, you know, it might look like a simple fix or if it's just, oh, if we could just just slap some paint on it and, and no one will know. Hmm. But here comes Jesus going, no, like we're going to tear down that wall and we're going we're gonna to get all of that rot and all of the, the, the things that are broken, the things that need to be fixed, and we're going to fix it. In fact, we're going to do it better than it was. We might even add a room here. We might, we might add, yeah. you know, double vanity sinks. I don't know, picture it with you, okay? <laughs> I was thinking like pressure-treated lumber. Pressure-treated lumber, <laughs> all, all the good stuff. Galvanized, you know, you know screws stuff like and that. nails. And then, you know, and build the house better than it's ever been into a mansion. Because, I mean, he says in heaven, you know, I'm building a mansion for you. Mm-hmm. And it's really creating us for who we are to be. And, and another piece of scripture that, that we had talked about in devotions a couple of days ago came back to light, which is this idea of as we come to, to Jesus and as we seek to, to be more like him, we have to put off things so that we can put on things. And this seems to almost kind of have been a theme in the last few days, this letting go of things, letting go of things that, that we seem to identify with or makes our identity or letting go of sins that are keeping us back. And it's the, it's, it's the same thing. All, all, it's just coming back again and again. What are some things that we just need to let go of so that Jesus can then fill us with his spirit and fill us with his goodness and his mercy? And with the illustration of the house, we just, you know, when are we willing to just let go and give him the keys and mm. say, hey, like, this is your place. I, I can't fix it. I mean, I'm, I'm personally, I'm no handyman. <laughs> and sometimes it's, it's, you need that spiritual handyman and that's what Jesus is. And uh, 
not only does he fix it, but he he fills the home with love and he fills it with his presence and he makes the home what it was created to be. And I had used another illustration of, of a pen that, you know, everyone knows a pen and there's some gorgeous pens that, you know, I have a pen that I got when I graduated high school that's, you know, it's wood and it looks really nice and it sits on my my bookshelf and I, you know, it's just, it's just shiny and nice and it's never really been used. And then I've got the pen that's sitting beside my desk. That's, you know, it's, it's the good old Bic pen, not, not a sponsor. A sponsor. Oh, hey, Beach nice, gotcha. nice. I knew it was coming. <laughs> but anyways, I mean, that, that pen's been thrown in my bag. It's been up on the pulpit. It's, I've, I've probably chewed on it a little bit as I'm writing things on, on my laptop. I mean, it's been in the dirt. I mean, that probably sounds bad as I just said I was chewing on yeah. it. It's been in the dirt, but... We have some health concerns. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, in those moments, you don't think about that. But anyways, it's been through stuff. But you know what? I can still take that pen and it writes. Mm-hmm. And when God calls us and, he, and, and calls us to be his, his creation to the fullest, in other words, being filled of his spirit, called towards sanctification. And another word for that is perfect love, you know, living with perfect love. It's that often I think we kind of, we confuse it with what perfection is, and perfection means there, there can be no wrong, there can be right. no blemish. It's more like the pen that's on my bookcase. That's just it sits there and looks so nice. But you know what? There's there's nothing in that pen. I don't even know if it does right. And that pen could be the nicest looking pen, but if I need a pen and I grab it and I turn it or click it on and it doesn't write, it's not a perfect pen. It hasn't served its purpose. But that big pen that I'm talking about, that dirty. Nice messed up big pen, if it writes, then it's a perfect pen. It's doing that which it is created to do. And the look of it doesn't matter. It's the fact that it's doing what, it, what it's created to do. And in our lives, sometimes we're kind of like that, that pen. Yeah, we might be beaten, we might be broken, we might have been bent a little bit, but when we're filled with the spirit and we're living as out what we're created to be, then we are living out that perfect love, that we have that holiness in us, and you're you're giving me some hand signals here. Well, only because well now they know. Uh, I've used the pen illustration, and I think we've we've talked about the pen illustration. I think so. Before. Yeah, now I that think you've we were, I think it. we were in Calgary talking about it uh, at one point, or maybe maybe was it Phoenix? Doesn't matter. Just the the main point of that was we're world travelers. Oh yeah. yeah, you should see us. We're actually in matching T-shirts right now. Super by accident. <laughs> Real awkward. Anyway, we're going to talk about that in a minute. Um, but I remember talking with you about this pen illustration because I had I had seen it online and it blew my mind about about talking about what what can be a complicated um, concept for people to get. Mm-hmm. You know about um, sanctification, holiness, and and some of the terms we use in the church. Yes, uh, and it bring it really b- brings it down to a level that everybody gets about being used for a purpose and all that. And when I saw you do it today, I was watching you because I was interested to see, I, I remembered that you had made a point when we spoke about what the pen looked like on the outside. And so I thought, okay, Andrew's probably going to take it this route. He's going to talk about, you know, it doesn't matter what the pen looks like on the outside. It's, is it being used for its purpose? Yes. So, so that didn't, that didn't, you know, surprise me that you were going there. But what blew my mind was when you took the pen out, showed it to everybody, and then you started, you, you took the inner part of the pen, you know, so you had the casing yes. of, of it and its cover and all that, and all that was there. But you took the actual, 
you know, the ink um, stick. We'll call it that. The, the ink. The good technical term. Yep. The That ink stick. And, you know, you took that out. And without that, that pen was useless. Yes. Didn't matter how nice it looked. Didn't matter. All that stuff. And... And and then you know I get excited when I hear about yeah I'm looking at the time too I realize we've been on for 20 minutes, <laughs> um, I get really excited about when we when we start having conversation around the filling of the spirit yes you know because it it it's it Jesus sent the Holy Spirit if we trust Jesus with our lives then we have to trust the words he said that it was better that he go so that he could send the Holy Spirit to yes. us right yeah um, so. You know, it get, it gets me excited. So when you were doing that, I'm like, yes, I know where the yes, I love this, and uh, and so even for me, like that just brought that 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 dynamic of having the Holy Spirit in us that 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 gives us that purpose and and you know connects all the dots. Yeah. Um, just fantastic. So I just I just wanted to you know well, no, that's compliment awesome. compliment the illustration because it was excellent. Well, thank you. Well, it's a good yeah, it's a good illustration. And I remember you you know tweaked my brain there. I remember talking about it. But yeah, part of that as well was just this understanding of, you know, what the, the filament or whatever you want to call out of it, the, the stick the out of it. I don't know, but it sounded much more technical and ink cool. Ink stick. We'll go with ink stick. But anyways, that without it, the pen isn't perfect, but when you put that that the ink stick in, that it becomes the perfect pen. And that really, in our lives, the perfection is not done on our appearance and done on on what we do or who we are, but it's all about the filling of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Just like the pen, the outer part of the pen is not the part that makes it perfect, but it's the inner part, the thing that gets put in. Then and and, and and like we talked about with the chairs yesterday, it fits perfectly, right? Yeah. And it's designed and it's it's created for that. So I I just that moved me even as I was preaching it just this reminder that that I'm not the one that's holy I'm not the one that's that's perfect it's not by my works or who I am or what I look like or the you know cool matching t-shirt that I have with pastor Brad but it's all <laughs> about the holy spirit living in me and that it's the holy spirit that creates that sanctifying work and it's the holy spirit that creates that perfect love cuz it's the holy spirit living out through me and in around me and in me. So it's pretty awesome. Listen to this, Andrew. Um, I was listening to you, but the inside of a pen that holds the ink is called, and this is from a website called How Stuff Works, and they talk about pens. It's called the Ink Reservoir. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, that's... Well, isn't that interesting? The word reservoir that we draw from. Yeah. Hmm. That's neat. Isn't that interesting in, in the analogy that you've given? Is, yeah. it the, is the Holy Spirit then? The reservoir. The reservoir from which we draw which we from. we draw the, yeah, the living water. The, right. How cool is that? God is good. Well, Andrew, is, cool. is there anything else that you'd like to share uh, about tonight? You know what? I, I could share so much, but like you said, you you got your eye on the time. I got my eye on the time, and I know that we're, we're going to be talking tomorrow, and who knows, maybe there'll be so much more to talk about. So let's save it for, for maybe later, but I'll just, yeah, I'm going to end up just saying I'm just amazed at what God's doing, and it just it, it makes me anxious for tomorrow. 
Amen. Well, thank you again, uh, Andrew, for for being our speaker and for coming on the podcast and sharing. You know, oh, what, I'm loving it. What? Yeah, it's great. Preacher to preacher, what God has been laying on your heart. Now, let's quickly talk about what on earth happened today that you wore the same T-shirt. So, so okay, I'm saying you wore the same T-shirt as me because I was up before you. And I met you in the hallway outside our rooms, and I don't think you were ready. I don't think you were dressed yet, but I was in this T-shirt. I like to say the light was off, but I didn't really care nor look at what T-shirt you had on. I also heard, because you confessed it in front of someone else, that you were wearing the same shorts as me, but then someone got um, uh, paint on you, so you had to change your shorts? Yes, I had no choice. They were playing a game, something to do with paint twister or something like that. Okay, it sounds dangerous. Yeah. I was not participating in said game, but I was a little too close, I guess, to the game. So there was some (laughs) splash Splash damage. Yeah. (laughs) Nice. Uh, Okay. So I I am in this like maroon t-shirt with some black shorts. And are you telling me that when you left your room, which is adjoining to mine, you know, we there's just a wall between us. Yeah. uh, That you walked out of your room in the same shirt and like dark or black shorts. Dark. It wasn't black. It was, it was dark gray, but, uh, are you wearing thong sandals right now? I may or may not be wearing sandals of that variety. Oh, my word. <laughs> We've been hanging out a little bit too way much. Too much. To think alike way now. too much. I don't have my glasses on. So at the moment, that's, that's the only reason people don't know the difference or people know the difference. Sorry. Oh, it's getting late. Well, listener, we are going to, uh, we're going to take a break now and bring you our uh, not a sponsor ad. And, and then the next time you hear from us after the ad, 24 hours will have passed again. But for you, it will just be this short, brief, not a sponsor ad. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to pull back the curtain, so to speak, on our intro and outro music. If you're enjoying the quality and the fun, upbeat, whatever of our music, um, I want to bring to you today an app called GarageBand, not a sponsor, made by Apple, not a sponsor. Um, but I created our intro and outro music on this app. I was up until like one, three in the morning uh, working with this. This app, you can you can have pre recorded loops going. You can plug microphones in and use your own instruments. There's all kinds of effects. There's all kinds of things you can play with to keep you busy. And in my experience, nobody does it better at keeping me awake till 3 a.m. creating music than GarageBand. Not a sponsor. Well, welcome back, everyone. We hope that you enjoyed that Not A Sponsor ad. Sitting down with Pastor Andrew again, it's been over 24 hours uh, since we last recorded from last night's service. It is currently 1230 in the morning. Really? It Yes, really. As though we didn't just say it a second ago and then had to delete because I screwed up. <laughs> Uh, it is 12.30 in the morning, and we just finished our last evening service from Youth Camp 2018. Uh, so, as we've been doing, Pastor Andrew, preacher to preacher. Hello. When you went up on, well, there, again, there's no stage. When you move from the chair on the concrete to standing on the concrete, were you? Uh, did you preach the message you came with? Yes, I, I did. Yeah, this one I did know in the morning what it was that I was going to be preaching, but it was definitely confirmed uh, throughout the time of worship. In fact, I got up from the chair uh, and did stand on the concrete, but not in front of everybody. I actually went to the back of the 
makeshift sanctuary, we'll call it, and sure. just uh, spent some time in prayer, really seeking if this is the the appropriate direction to go. And it was confirmed. This is this is where we're going to go. And, I'm, I'm quite thankful for that. Well, that's good. We've had a lot of conversation uh, over the last couple of days um, about how each service has been different and, uh, and going up to the moment where you would be bringing the word, you know, the Lord was speaking to you and, and, and stretching you, I think was your word. And so uh, that's good to know tonight. You kind of, you were prepared and, and I know you spent the day praying and, uh, and, and all that. So it's cool. How was it confirmed, Andrew? You mentioned that it was confirmed. Uh, well, when I had moved to the back, uh, just listening to the worship, one of the songs that our worship team had uh, begun to sing. Now, was, big shout out to to Jordan and Shauna Johnson. Oh, for sure. Yeah, it's been awesome. For leading They've us been this awesome. week. So. And Caden Mattinson uh, on that bass. My goodness. Anyway, what, yeah. a, what a team. Anyways, yes. No, big, big shout out for them. But uh, awesome team. And it's just been awesome worship. We got to hand it out to the youth as well. I mean, they know how to... They know how to have church, so that's been that's been very encouraging. But the song, and I and I don't know what it's called, and so I apologize. Anyone that is probably going to try and YouTube it or anything after that, Not I was waiting for it. There you go. I was waiting for it. Uh, but anyways, the, one of the the verses or one of the parts of the song was that you know we are who you say we are. And that's the, the name of the song. That is the song. Oh, there you go. That's awesome. But anyways. Uh, and that was kind of what the the message was was you know do you see yourself how God sees you that that you you see yourself how He's going to define you and that we are what what He says we are. So well, as soon as I heard those words, I just kind of gave a little you know yes. All right. And so well, that Pastor Andrew, why don't you take us on the journey of the message tonight? Give us a recap. And then I'm, I'm, I don't know what tomorrow will look like for us mm-hmm. uh, as far as being able to sit down and do another recording um, face-to-face. It may be that we Skype each other, not a sponsor, Skype um, each other in or, or some other media uh, so that we can recap the, the whole thing so that, so that the people that listen get the whole picture. Yeah. But um, so if you could, would you kind of give us the process, the journey of, of the message of the night that we had and... Um, and then kind of where you're feeling led and, and knowing full well, it could change tomorrow. But, yes, for but, sure. But just kind of, why don't you bring us up to speed? Well, I mean, it was an amazing time of worship. And, and I mean, just even during the, the worship through song and the prayers, people are already coming to the altar. I mean, God was already mm-hmm. just very strong, very present. And I felt uh, led to really kind of bring a message that was the, the culmination of everything that we had been going through in these last few days, uh, talking about, you know, no longer being slaves to sin, but being a child of God and and understanding that God is, is pursuing us and, and, and loves us. And then uh, yesterday with the idea of being filled with the spirit and allowing him to, to shape and mold us and have full control. So in fact, the funny thing, the way that, that God worked it is I went to sleep one night and I can't remember which night it was, but I was singing Christmas songs and it was the, okay. you know, do you, do you hear what I hear? Do you know what I know? And, you know, don't know why it was going through my mind, but then started doing the, do you see what I see? And I couldn't get out of it. And it just started looping, you know, going back and back. And Can I, what night was that? I think I, I could, I think I can tie it together for you. I, I don't quite remember, but I'm going to say it was probably Tuesday. Well, 
there was a Christmas tree in this space when we came this week. And I don't know, I, I think uh, Shauna maybe removed that Christmas tree on Tuesday. So I'm just saying there was a visual Christmas, there was a physical Christmas tree here in August. And I believe there's a wonderful conversation about uh, a powerful Christmas song, that which I do not know, that was mentioned uh, by Jordan as well. So okay. maybe something tweaked there, but uh, wow. God used it. So cool. anyways, that was kind of the title of the message, you know, do you see what he sees? And we talked about the, the, the big basis of we are, we are children of God and do we see ourselves as that, and that as children of God, do we see ourselves as forgivable and forgiven mm-hmm. when we come before the the throne and and just lay everything before God? Uh, because I find sometimes, even in my own life, there are times that we that I've come and that I've confessed, you know, and, I, and I've just laid all of that out, and then yet when the prayer ends, it just seems to be like I pick it back up, and and I still live with this guilt and this shame of of what I've done or of who I was. I heard those exact words tonight from a team that, um, that wanted prayer. They felt like they continued to come to the altar. They would lay things down. Mm-hmm. But when they were done, a, a word for word, what you just said, they would pick it back up. Yeah. Mm. And, and I think there's many that probably do do that, whether they know it or not. Right. We, we sometimes just, and, and it could be that, you know, Satan is, is always trying his best to help us or to not help us, but to make us slip up and, and, you know, help us remember how yeah. bad we were or, or these things. And, and we just need to say, no, you know what? We, we worship a, a risen savior and, mm-hmm. and a victor and we yeah. are not who we were. We are no longer that slave to sin. Uh, we are the child of God. And, and that idea of being the slave to sin, right? That we're bondage to it. We're still tied to it. And no, you know, that, that's that been severed. We, we're not tied. We don't have to to keep being attached to that and living with this this guilt. That's, that's the old us and yeah. we are a new creation. Right. So we are forgiven and not only are we forgiven, but we are saved and we are eternally saved that, that this new life is gonna last forever in the presence of God. And because of that, we also have hope. So I concluded, which, which was just speaking to me even personally, you know, going back to that song, you know, that, you know, we are what God says we are and God says we are his children. God says we are loved. God says we are forgiven. God says we're redeemable. God says that we have been saved. And will we say that to ourselves? And I just, you know, said, God, it's, it's, it's your space. The altar's open. We're here. Do what you need to do. And I mean, there was some powerful things happening. There was people coming and, and being freed of, of some of the bondage of sin. There's people who were interceding on the behalf of others saying, you know, I know friends and I know family that, that don't know you. And, and, and the feelings that we're having right now and the experiences we're having in the spirit, we want others to have. Yeah. And it was just amazing to see people come up and say, you know, I want to intercede for other people so that they can know this truth that we, that we know. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, the altar was filled with teenagers praying, mm-hmm. interceding. It's powerful stuff. It was, it, what a night. For sure. Yeah, what a week. It's been, it's yeah. been awesome. And mm. Yeah, and then I was, I was so encouraged because there was, there was quite a few people, and I believe you, you even came up and during the, the, just the altar time to 
come up and just say, you know, it doesn't have to end here, that, that we have this wonderful experience here at camp. And I mean, it was in my prayer, but I couldn't put it into words. And I was so just moved when you were able to do it. And I was thanking God that, that he gave you the words for that, that, you know what, we, we I believe you said a couple of days ago that, that I had prayed, bring it, but now we can take it. Yeah. That, that it's been brought, it's been given to us, but now let's take it back to, to our lives and not only take it, but then share it. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of the, the, the second sermon of the evening. <laughs> yeah, so so <laughs> uh, we worked in tandem and it, we, I think it went really well. So yeah, I think good on you. Well, you too. <laughs> you know what the spirit, it's funny because um, maybe, I don't know if anyone would have caught, you and I kept sharing back and forth, just, you know, sharing glances to see, you know, how's the spirit leading, yep. you know, where, you know, where are we going? What are we sensing? Yep. And it's, it's so, it's so cool that in the spirit, in those moments, you know, just a quick look says an awful lot for sure. Um, it, other people, I was speaking with a few other people after, by the way, and a, a lot of people were sensing and feeling the same stuff we were about the direction and, and all that. But, uh, but it, you know, it, what a night, man, what a night. It, it's been awesome. And, mm-hmm. and to think, you know, going all the way back to Monday, not knowing, you know, where's, where's God going to take us to now we're, you know, less than 20 or yeah, there's not even 24 hours of camp left. We have, you know, 12, 18 hours left of camp. So and he's just doing amazing things. Mm-hmm. And, and he's think, not done. And he's not done. And I don't think it's going to end at camp either. No, I mean, it's not. We, we prayed it wouldn't. And he's powerful. And, and he's not just here in this building. He's, he's all around us. Let's take it and let's go. So if I could recap everything that I think we've heard in the last few messages and how he's been leading us this week, it's really been around our identity. Yes. I mean, it, and, and it's, it's taken every facet of our identity, mm-hmm. you know, uh, of who we were created to be, of, you know, what the world puts on us, about being filled with the spirit and operating in the spirit and, you know, and that that was what we were created for as well. Yes. And like, you know, he's really, you know, he's covered every base. Like, and so what are we going into tomorrow? Where's the Lord leading you thus far? Well, I've, I'm really feeling that to just, just to have a celebration and to, to come to the table, come to the Lord's table, to communion and, and gather as a family and, and say like, this is the place that we can come and give thanks mm-hmm. to Jesus for what he's done. And um, anyone who's in the Windsor Church of the Nazarene has heard me say it, uh, a few times at Not least. A sponsor yet. <laughs> I'm here. Maybe we are a little bit of a sponsor. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so they've heard me say it a few times that, you know, sometimes we come to the table and it's just so, it's kind of down and it's low yeah. and, and we just... Solemn. Solemn. That's the word I was looking for. Thank you. And you know what? I would love to just come to the table and celebrate the truth that is in there, that we are part of this new covenant that Jesus yes, did die for us and, and took on that pain and that suffering and that, that's hard stuff. But there's, there's a good in that. There's a celebration because because of that, we are freed. And the table is, is both a memorial, but it's also just this excitement, this anticipation of his you know, coming again yeah. and, and being a part of us. And, and 
this is I'm going into the probably next week's or next week's uh, tomorrow's sermon, but just this idea of I mean we we call it three different things. There's Eucharist, there's communion, and there's the Lord's table. And in the community or the in communion, it's it's having community with Jesus and God, mm. and community with one another. With the Eucharist, it's it's the memorial. It's the you know Jesus says, "Do this in remembrance of me, in remembrance of what I've done, in remembrance of what it's brought you." And then the Lord's table of we come as a family, and not just the family that might be gathering tomorrow and and having it there the 80 the 80 youth and and the leaders there but it's it's the universal church That's it's right. you know churches all over the place that are coming before the lord's table doing the same movements and the same and and coming with the same hope and joy and anticipation but also remembrance of what it is so i just think that's kind of where god's probably going to be taking us and i'm excited for it because i do i want to just gather and give thanks to god that Mm -hmm. that we were even able to have this week and we could not have had it had it not been for jesus thank you andrew as we kind of wrap up this next moment, uh, one of the things we encouraged the kids with tonight before they left was to connect with the local church. Yes. That if, if they're really serious about the decisions that they're making, the next step out of here is to connect them. We put the challenge out there for them to connect, for them to take some initiative and, and all that. But then we also, we said, we will help you. We will commit to contacting local churches, to connecting you, um, And so I don't know who's listening to the podcast, but if you find yourself listening to this and you are not connected with a local church and you believe in Jesus or you're asking questions about Jesus or you don't know him at all, then we would be happy. The Oxford Holy Club would be ecstatic to connect you with a local church in your community. Um, A Bible-believing, Jesus-loving, (laughs) chicken-eating... church, yeah. uh, a body of believers. And, uh, and, and if you find yourself in that position, then, and this is, this is not a promotional thing at all for any denomination. Let me be super clear. Um, but you can, you can email us at Oxford Holy Club, uh, at gmail.com and we will respond to that. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter, Oxford Holy Club and, uh, and reach out to us. We very much believe that, uh, that Christ operates that the the church is the hope of the world he's the church is god's plan a to reach the lost and we want to connect you with that family and you just sorry i I don't mean to stop where the the where you're going with that but you just mentioned one thing about whether you whether you don't know him and i just want to pipe in and say whether you know him or not he knows you and if there's anything we've learned this week it's that he's he's pursuing you and he wants to know you better and that he wants you to know of his love. So mm-hmm. if you don't know him, he knows you. No matter how far you think you've yes. gone, no matter, yeah. he loves you. Amen. Well, Andrew, thank you so much for joining us again. I look forward to having you on. If we don't get to record tomorrow, 
uh, for the last service. I uh, look forward to recording with you again another time. I'm, it, would be, it would be great to have you back on the show. Oh, I appreciate so, that. So it's we'll been an to, awesome time. We'll have to pencil something in, get it on the old calendar if we have those. Um, so thank you again, listener, for, uh, for your support, for the emails that you send, for the questions that you send in. And we know these last few episodes have been a little bit different. Um, but remember, you can send in questions to the email we said, OxfordHolyClub at gmail.com. Anything, anything and everything, uh, feel free to send our way. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter, Oxford Holy Club. Make sure to, uh, I know I, I've, I say it every time, but make sure to rate, review, all those things. It helps get our podcast out there and to spread the word. And, um, you know, share it. And, and just tell somebody, if you're enjoying this content and this sweet, sweet audio quality, my voice is still gone, so I have this really sweet, low voice. Oxford Holy Club. Yep. Um, if you're enjoying that, or if you're not enjoying that, hopefully by next week my voice will be back to normal. Uh, but if you're enjoying that, let us know. Send us some love. And uh, until next time, stay spiritually fit and have fun.